Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. Thank you for giving us the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might. Make us a quick understanding so we do not judge by what we see with our eyes or hear with our ears, but by what your Holy Spirit reveals to us. We thank you, Jesus, for your presence and ask you to be Lord over this ministry and all that is done here. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to anoint this time of prayer and ministry. We claim the blood of Jesus over this session for our protection. We proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord here and that this is holy ground. We take authority in the name of Jesus and the power of his blood and word and command all evil spirits to leave this property now. We claim this room sealed in the name and authority of Jesus. We bind and forbid any evil spirits on the outside from having any knowledge or influence in this room. We thank you that the battle is the Lord's, but the victory is ours. We thank you that you have the right to adjust, to shift, to change, to move, to do whatever is necessary to bring forth your glory, your power, your might, your dominion, your increase, your victory in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, worshiper. Candace, thank you. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Y'all ready to grow? <laughs> so I'm talking about hope. Remember last week I was talking about a pandemic. We know about the other pandemic, but this is another pandemic about hopelessness. And, and the scripture, and, and my manifestation of what God gave me was hope always allows us to see and faith allows us to do. So what's important is in order to get to faith, you got to have hope. You got to be able to see that tomorrow is going to be different than today. The situation that you're confronted with, you have to be able to have hope enough to say, 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 say. not think, say. Because when you say it's a seed, you're planting a seed when you say something out of your mouth. So we got to watch what we say because what? It's going to grow up. Whatever we plant with our mouth is going to grow. But once hope is there, then faith starts to move. So let's look at the fact that God, one of his names is the God of hope. <laughs> and in Romans chapter 15, verse 13, and, and I want to make something clear before I really, really get started. So God is a God of miracles. Miracles is instantaneous. When you use faith, it's progressive, meaning that when, when you believe in God to come out of hopelessness into hope, it's going to take a little while unless it's a miracle. But if you're using your faith, faith is a progression, meaning that you got to talk that way today. Uh-oh. You got to talk that way two minutes from now, 10 minutes from now, 20 minutes from now, 30 minutes from now, 24 hours from now. That's progressive. That's you using your faith. Now, if he comes in and does a miracle, you don't have to do nothing but receive it. So some of the times we're waiting on God to bring a miracle when he's waiting on us to use our faith. If you have a diagnosis of depression, now, please hear what I'm saying. There are certain forms of depression that are clinical, meaning that there is something off balance. There's a hormone that's off balance. But then there are certain things that we do to take ourselves to that place. 
Because he clearly says in Philippians, think on those, and y'all know it? Can y'all quote it back to me? And those things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, virtuous, and deserving of praise. Now, if we're thinking on anything other than that, where do you think our mind is going to take us? Because there's no such thing as an unexpressed emotion. It, it goes somewhere and does something. Now, if I'm thinking on joyous thoughts, one of those. You don't have to use all nine of them. You can just use one. I use virtue. If something happens, the first place I'm going to go to is I'm going to ask myself, out loud, say out loud. Out loud. I'm choosing virtue. So then when I say I'm choosing virtue, I just planted a seed. Now, my faith is going to grow based off the seed that I planted. So it has to find something that's very true. Y'all ready for this? Now I'm up here by myself. And I just had a negative thought. But I chose virtue. So virtue got to come. Come here. Yeah, you can come on up. But move quick though. So virtue just came. So he's reminding me of something that went well in my life. I choose virtue. Yeah, yeah. Virtue got to get here. Virtue just came. Yeah, y'all can get a little close. It's okay. All right? So I got two pieces of virtue. Did I get that because I chose negative? I chose virtue. So every thought like itself has to come to pass. I chose virtue. Move quick, though, brother. I chose virtue. So now I got four pieces of virtue, four memories of virtue, just because that's what I chose. Now, I'm telling you, life is rough. So I'm choosing what? Virtue. No, that's not virtue in that. Life is rough. Oh. Huh? Negative. That's a negative thought. Negative. Life is rough. Where do you see virtue in life is rough? <laughs> Elizabeth, come on up. Oh, no. I won't be the one to get the job. Move quicker, though. You, you can stand on that side. I'm getting one I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. Now, I got two pieces of virtue, and I got two pieces of trouble. Mm-hmm. Ed, you're a little tall. So I tell you what, that other guy got, got the bonus that I didn't get. I never get a bonus. Now what we got? I got two virtues, four virtues, and I got three pieces of problems. Jacoby, man, I never going to get married again because that last day, it just didn't work. Bring him over here. All right? Now, now, what I got? What do you mean, cancel out? But you don't understand life is rough, so I got to say what I'm feeling. God ain't no help me. He ain't no do nothing for me. Uh, uh, young lady, come on up here. God ain't no do nothing for me. Four equals zero. He ain't no do nothing for me. Because he, he didn't do nothing for my mom. He didn't do nothing for my dad. Am I getting what I'm saying? So I got four of these, and how many I got over there? I got five. Now, in order to get something different, I got to say something different. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I repent for going against your word, for thinking that I could have something different than what I'm saying, something different than what I'm thinking, something different than how I'm acting. So I thank you in advance that you already forgave me before I begin to even pray. So I call for a boldness to be manifest. Come on up, Jay. Now you can stand right here. Because see, you just took my place. (laughs) 
So I just got boldness. And what else do I need? I need grace. Lean, come on up here. And you're standing right here. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. When I repented, y'all had to leave. Glory to God. No, not the good guy. No, that's bad, right? Bad, bad, bad. Okay, yeah, bad, get to going. Bad, get to going. Bad, get to going. Mm. Now, what I got? I got one, two, three, four, five. Now, I think he said seven is a perfect number. Tim, come on up here. I, I, I need the anointing. And come on up here, right here. See, y'all taking my place now. You know, I'm, I'm starting to wrestle a little bit more. I'm not thinking about that situation as bad as I was thinking. So I thank you, Father, that I'm going to enter into rest. Tamika, come on up here. How many I got? Eight. There's eight? Yeah. So perfect number is seven. Seven is the number of completion. Amen? Y'all take a seat. So did I, got what I, did I get what I said? Negative or positive? So let's go to the God of hope. Romans chapter 15, verse 13 to amplify. May the God of hope, the God of who? <laughs> Fill you with all joy and peace, and this is the key component, in believing. If I don't believe in the God of hope, I won't get joy and I won't get peace. Through the experience of your faith. Now, if we take a, take a time out one day and decide to just count our blessings, we will see. He allow us to see all the areas that he blessed us in. Where we was going wrong, his mercy and grace overrode that and took us to a safe and an easy place. And then it goes on to say that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound. Is abound a whole lot or just a little bit? So it's not just enough. So I can use virtue... And I can change my whole mindset, but not only change my mindset, but I can change the people around me with my mindset because virtue is there. You ever been in a situation where things was going a little ugly and then you smiled at the person and they smile back? But, but they, they ain't want to smile back, but they don't know what happened. <laughs> See, the things that God gives us is a spiritual thing. The spiritual realm impacts the physical realm. So when I smile, I'm releasing joy, and then they, they got to look at it, and then they fighting. You can see the muscles in the face fighting. It's like, <laughs> But that's not my problem, is Because he told us, oh, y'all, wait a minute. He told me. Now, I'm not sure what he told y'all, because did you read the Bible? My Bible says every place where the soles of my feet touch, he's giving it to me. So when I walk in that restaurant, that restaurant is mine until I leave. So people got to bend over backwards to see to it because that's my confession. See, those are seeds that my wife and I, whoever go in the restaurant with me, going to have a good time, going to have a pleasant experience. What do you need to step on and recognize that is yours? You catch a hell at work, then you need to take authority over that and say, at work, every place where the soles of my feet tread, God has already given it to me. Do you need to do that in your household? Sometimes you ain't got to talk. You just got to rest. You understand what I'm saying? Don't just let things just happen. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Make them happen. Make them happen by using your faith. 
Make them happen by using your words. Make them happen by using your rest. Make them happen by recognizing who you are. That's our decision. And it goes on to say, you will abound, I didn't say a little bit, in hope. So if you're dealing with hopelessness, you need to abound in hope and overflow with the confidence of his promises. Now, I, I, if I don't know what his promise did, then how am I going to overflow with it? How am I going to be confident in it if I don't know what he promised me? Did he promise me rest? Then I need to put rest to his place. Now, how many times will I have to say rest? A plethora until I get it. You said it nine times. But how do you know tenth wasn't the one? It's real, guys. Our mindset, man. That's why everything is centered around images and hearing. Because if they can get us to see something, okay, they can take from us. Everything on Facebook's not real. <laughs> You compare yourself with somebody that's not even real. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just telling the truth. All right, okay, okay. <laughs> now, I'm telling you, hope is a decision. In Psalms chapter 16, verse 8 and 9, hope is a decision. So that means that we can decide to have hope or to be hopeless. But see, it don't take a whole lot of thoughts to bring you down. It just takes the thoughts that you believe. It, it, my life is always going to be like this. That's just one thought. But did I believe that thought? I don't need five more because I believe that one. What happens if you realize if your family had a rough life, what happens if you realize you don't have to have one? I, I told y'all before, Tim, Tim no, that's my brother. My sister, she wasn't working on cars. You know, I, they barely got me out there to do that. But anyway. <laughs> but Tim, remember, Dad saying, no matter what the Morgans do, something's going to go wrong. And then when I found out, I don't have to, it doesn't have to go wrong. But I had to start saying something different. Because I believe what I heard. But what happens if Dad was wrong? And so when I found out that God's word was true, oh, I'm sorry, I had to find a scripture. He said, whatever I set my hands to do shall prosper. How many times did I have to say that? A couple years. A couple years until, you know, it's like, I done said it, I did the confession to him, I, I'm working on stuff, and all of a sudden, but see, on the inside, that self-talk is talking. Self-talk is saying, but hey, 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 when, when is that thing going to start? When is it going to start going right for you? When is it going to start going easier for you? When is it you're going to have no trouble? And then I had to deal with the self-talk. I taught on that a few weeks ago. And then all of a sudden, one day, I got an expectation, and it went well. So then I said, if it went well that time, Megan, then the next time I do something, it can go well, too. Then I start getting virtue. Then I start buying tools. Because, see, I got stuff to do, Tim. I got years to make up. But, but I, I take my car to the shop, though. I didn't want to tell you that. <laughs> man, man, man. It's what we say, guys. It's what we think. So Psalm 16, verse 8 through 9 says, I have set, uh-oh, the Lord continuously before me. What, what, what did I ask Jazz to do? I asked her to come up, and I said, you're taking my place now. 
Because see, we can get to a place where God, where God is us and us is God. You follow me? Because he said he's on the inside of us. So when people see us, they should see him. So when the problem comes, if you put him there by using his words to meet the challenge, then what happens? The challenge has to bow to God because, see, his name is above every name. So that's why I'm going to talk, maybe get to it today, the three thoughts, distortions that allow hopelessness to come into your life. But see, once I give you the name, then his name is above that name. That's why I like finding out what stuff is. So he said, I have set the Lord continuously before me, sometime before me, a little bit before me, continuously. But see, that thing is I have set, that's a choice. David made a choice right here. He said, I'm tired of this stuff. I'm going to set the Lord before me. So in order to get to me, he has to go through who? Because he is my right hand. I will not be shaken. How are you going to deal with somebody you can't shake? Because the reason you said that ugly thing, you're trying to shake me. The reason you said that smart thing, because you're trying to shake me. But if you recognize who you are and you're saying what he says about us, you're quoting the promises. I mean, we quote everything else. <laughs> you can tell how many stats on the football team or how the basketball team. Such and such made this, such and such made that. But, but tell you, so which scripture you know, brother? <laughs> I said. <laughs> but you have to set the Lord before you continuously. Guess what? When you go on vacation, who you still got to have in you? So, so because what happened is we, we think when we, we let our hair there, we ain't got to have Jesus. He never left. Then it goes on to say, therefore, my heart, whose heart? I can't make your heart glad, but I can make my heart glad by quoting his word. Now, I can tell you what his word says, and you decide whether you want to make your heart glad. Because some people want to be in the situation they're in, because they know them by that. Y'all know people like that? They, 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 boy, I get the attention. I, I, I mean, I, I, no, let me, let me keep going. Therefore, <laughs> I'm glad the Holy Spirit is quick. He said, don't do it. Don't do it. Like Chelsea said, don't do it. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory, my innermost self rejoice. See, that all started out with him setting the Lord continually before him. Then his heart got glad. It wasn't sad. It was sad, but it got glad. And my glory, that's God. Everything about God is on the inside of us when, we, when his glory is manifest. But check this out. But my body, too, will dwell confidently in safety. So when I start to say what God says, think the thoughts of God, think, manifest by continually. How, how long is God before us? Continually. continually. Then I can go to a place of rest. My body is going to change. Where sickness had a reign and rule over you, all of a sudden it says right there. I'm just saying what his word said. He said that my body, too, that's meaning he's including it, will dwell confidently in safety. What would it be like to live in safety? That you can get in your car and drive. No, no accidents going to come down your dwelling. That's why we do the creed all the time. Because I know some people don't, don't, don't think they, they're going to make it to the next day. So I say, at least if they say it in here, I know they're covered. 
Because one will put a thousand to flight, one will put a thousand angels to flight, and two will put ten thousand. That's why your marriage, the, the enemy is after your marriage. I'm going to look at the clock. Where the clock at, Shay? Oh, Shay down here. <laughs> I look at the clock because people accuse me of, of reading their mail. I'm not reading the mail. The Holy Spirit is reading it. And he wants healing for it. All right. So y'all ready? Now I'm just getting to hope. <laughs> All right. Hope is a decision. If you've been coming here for a while, you know this is my, one of my favorite scriptures. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. In New King James, it says, I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Y'all saw when I started talking crazy, special, I brought four enemies of my faith up here. So was that life or death? Then I brought how many more? Faithful, virtue, life-giving thoughts. How many did I bring up? Nine. So I had nine life-giving thoughts. Blessings. So just ask yourself, whenever you think a thought or say something out of your mouth, ask yourself, is this life or death, blessing, and cursing? Those are only two choices you got. You can try to mix them up and call it a white lie, a little lie, baby lie, but a lie is a lie. It's not life-giving. <laughs> it's going to curse you, man. And then don't talk about God curse you. You spoke that. He gave us a voice. He gave us a mind. But every thought you think, every action you take, every word you speak is either life or death, blessing or cursing. You choose. Because it goes on to say, therefore choose life that both you and your descendants may live. So your children are listening to everything you say. Say everything. everything. They're watching every action you take. I know what stopped me from shooting people in, in, in you know, my, my motion. Anybody ever had a special driver in front of you? Couldn't y'all raise your hand? Everybody in here, I raise a hand and two legs. And I had my, my uh, grandson in, in the back, and he was probably about six. I told y'all this, I'm telling you again. <laughs> and so, you know, somebody cut me off. I ain't cussed at them. I shot at them. I did like a <laughs> Made the sound and everything. So my grandson in the back seat. Donnell, what my grandson said? He said, Poppy. That's my name. Because, see, I'm too young to be a grandfather, so they called me Poppy. That, that's what happened. So he said, Poppy, why you shoot that man? I said, what? <laughs> I said, I didn't shoot him. I just would raise my hand. And, 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 so I lied. Say lie. lie. Is that a blessing or a curse? Yeah. So I had to repent. So I didn't tell him right then and there. I waited, hopefully, that he was going to forget about it. No, he didn't. He brought it up at home when he got home with Curly and I. And, and so I said, uh, son, I, I, I got to repent, Eli. I said, you know, that was my way of shooting people instead of screaming and yell, yelling and cussing, but that didn't make it any better. So he said, yeah, Poppy, I do. I said, okay. So I want you to know that when we choose life and blessings, we're not just choosing it for ourselves. We're choosing it for those who are around us. Because what happens if you done spoke death to yourself and you driving the car and I'm riding with you? Let's go out to dinner. But you, you done choked death to your life? <laughs> this is real stuff, guys. Y'all heard about somebody's the drunk driver? And the innocent person get killed? I'm just talking about it's fate. hope is a decision. Now, 
Y'all write this down. When we make room for hope, so that means that there wasn't no room for it at first, right? So we got to make room for it. When we make room for hope, we respond to situations differently. As long as there is no hope, the situation is going, will respond to it the same way, but it's going to add to itself because every thought goes to find itself. A thought similar to itself. So, uh, probably run out of time, but I, I'll get started. So there are 10 cognitive distortions, so 10 cognitive thoughts, the way we think about stuff. But there are three that is manifested in hopelessness. And if I add a two more, then we would deal with depression. But there's three cognitive distortions. That means that we'll take a thought and we'll distort it into a thinking pattern. So it's like we do this so much that we forget what we're thinking about. Okay? How am I looking time-wise? Am I about half an hour yet? See, I say I'm half an hour. So I got to pick up next week, guy. Yeah, three cognitive distortions, the way we think. Some of us do all three of them, and others might do two, and then we leak over to the third one. But, but I, I'll pick it up next Thursday, I mean, next, next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday. Y'all trying to push me forward. Okay, I like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you that our thinking, just within that timeline, has started to change. We now realize that you set before us life and death, blessing and cursing, and you give us the right and the ability to choose. So like, like my son-in-law just said uh, a few Sundays ago, there's A, B, and C. A, accept God, accept Christ. B, believe in Jesus. And C, confess him. And as a result of that, we can have this new life, this new, light, new life in Christ. So those in the congregation will repeat after me, will repeat with me as a way of saying that we stand in agreement with what's taking place, you asking Jesus to come into your heart. So let's say it together. So Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. I'm born again and I have eternal life. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us the Son, the S-O-N. We are saved now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Just go to chosenrva.com and, and go to new members, and you will see um, videos that my wife and I did to help you understand what just took place. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.